Hi, guys. Uh, hey, thanks for joining us. Now we are at uh, Overland Bound podcast number 12. My name is Michael, and I founded Overland Bound. And, you know, normally I'm bugging everybody else. I got my camera pointed at them or my microphone. And uh, tonight, I'm going to answer member questions. Uh, you're going to meet Kent, who is our West Coast Regional Ambassador. We are super lucky to have him. And what he did was he compiled questions from our members. And then when we were out in Sequoia National Forest recently, uh, we were helping the Clovis Independent Four Wheelers to do some trail cleanup and trail hardening. Thanks to those guys for everything they do up there. And we took a few minutes to answer some questions. Now, before we get started, I want you to know a little bit more about Kent. He's going to introduce himself here in just a minute. Kent is spearheading many of the initiatives and programs we'll be talking about tonight. We really couldn't do it without him. He is a retired fireman. He, he spent 30 years as a firefighter and also teaching as an instructor at his local college with a fire tech program. And he's also an avid outdoorsman. He's been a sailor, camper, hunter, fisherman, and off-roader for almost 50 years. So we're super glad to have him within the community and um, we all get to benefit from his experience. Now what Kent is doing is he's returning back to his passion of helping people. So as people, more and more people get involved in this overlanding lifestyle, he's helping to answer questions. He's helping them to do it safely and also get some of our training programs up and running. He is also helping new members to engage within the community and get outside, find adventure safely. Now, I was super grateful that Kent put this together. I, I, always, uh, I always appreciate the opportunity to answer questions directly. I don't always get the opportunity to do that. So I thought this was a really good way to answer some member questions and talk a little bit more about our community. So I'm glad he put it together. Now, if you'll join me, we'll head on up to Sequoia National Forest and we'll talk to Kent. Hi, I'm Kent. I'm the West Coast Regional Ambassador for Overland Bound, and we're here with Michael. I've got a couple questions hey. to ask him today, okay. or grill him. Right, don't just, just don't ask any hard ones, okay? Okay, okay. no problem. <laughs> no, let's just jump That's right in. That's all I have is hard ones. <laughs> let's just jump right into it. Okay. All right. So, a new member joins Overland Bound, and what's the easiest way for that member to get on the forum and get active? <clears throat> The thing that happens immediately now, this has improved um, since way back when, but the way it happens now is as soon as you become a member, boom, you get your activation code, you activate your account, and then what I recommend is going and saying hi in the new member forum because you're going to get folks in there that are going to say hello. Um, then what you want to do is go to your region section and see what's happening in your region and contact your regional ambassador to get started. Um, the best way to get really involved with the community will be to go to one of the Rally Point events. It's one of the things that we do on a regular basis. Uh, so going to a Rally Point event will allow you to meet people in, in your area and see you know, you know, what they're doing, what their different builds are, get to know people a little bit better. So a Rally Point event can be many different things, right? Yes. So it can be a meetup or whatever. So mm -hmm. in, in this case, and if they do attend a meetup, what, what are they generally like? Because most people don't have the time to spend two, three weeks on the road or to make a long trip. 
a lot of our events are get-togethers. So somebody in the community will pick a location. Um, ideally, it's a location like this, but sometimes if it's more convenient, it'll be at a coffee shop or at a brewery, and people get together and they compare notes, they look at each other's rigs, they get ideas for you know what what problems people in the community have solved that are common to overlanders. So you get a lot of ideas by looking at another rig. And that's a, that's a large part of the community is sharing that information. And many of the rally points are like that. The other type of rally point can be a trip. So with rally point, you can have limitless waypoints. So you can plan, you can plan a trip. You can say, hey, we're going across country, but there would be a lot of dialogue and planning that goes into that, into that rally point. And who would get invited to, let's say, a trip? If I wanted yep. to hold a trip, how would we, how would I go about putting that out to the community? Would I do that individually, singular? Or? If you wanted to invite folks and, and invite new folks and, and start maybe a, a new regular event or a unique trip, you'd use Rally Point. You would um, select the area of the map. And then, you know, within that region, you can say, I want to invite up to 20 members in, you know, within uh, this area, and you, and then people can RSVP to your event. Um, that's how to do it very grossly, and then people have to have a lot of dialogue to finish the planning. So dialogue also could be messaging off the forum, couldn't it? Yeah. To invite groups, so sure. you could gauge, you know, interest yep. that way. Yeah. If you if it's a if it's a Wednesday, if it's a Wednesday and you want to rally point on a Saturday, and you go and you create a rally point event, um, just do a shotgun blast uh, to folks who can make it. Then you'll get fewer people showing up to that event, which might be desirable. Uh, you might get fewer people showing up to that event. If you want more people to go to your event, if you or if you want to plan a trip, say a Mojave road trip, and you want ten rigs to go, you might put that on Rally Point. You might create your Rally Point a month in advance. Get people, you know, give people time to ask questions, um, and then you know, and 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 plan from there. The 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 shorter the notice, the fewer people will be there, basically. So the the Rally Point is based geographically by a zone are there limits to how big that can be yes so we right now honestly we're experimenting with the the radius it's based on radius from a location we've got to get good at this um, it's something we continue to work on let me tell you what works right now what works right now is you're limited to um, 250 miles from the start location of the rally point but if that's in LA, or if that's in some areas of the East Coast, that could be 500 people. So, you know, we're, we're, we're working with how to improve that, but right now you can, you can set it up to 250 miles, you can invite everybody, and then there is a limit to up to uh, 200 invites get sent right now. And then beyond that, we have the capability to go beyond that, but, it, but if you're gonna create an event that's you know, inviting over 200 people, you know, from a, a, a outside your region, a, a very large event, then you have to call us, basically. Uh, you got to get a hold of us uh, and, and we'll, we'll figure out something. But, you know, we do have those limits on it right now, but we think that those are, 
we think there's plenty to have a nice get together of folks. So if we were to, if you put out a rally point that has this radius and it's, let's talk about LA for a second. Okay. Because it's such a, you know, we have an impact there within, I think somebody talked about 14 miles. Yeah. They got 400 invites. Yeah. So I mean, is, is that going to be a real doable thing to break that down or well, what would be the solution for that? Um, if it's a, if it's a one-time event, we might, uh, we, we might be able to work it out so that we can temporarily, you know, increase the number of, of invites. Um, the, the way our software works is that, you know, it is based on, on radius right now. The, 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 the immediate solve for that is you can also um, invite by name. So, it, so you can create your own by invite only event. So it's possible for you to collect names of people that would be interested in the forums. So you could start something in the forums and say, hey, I'm interested in putting together this event and then generate interest um, you know, uh, in the forums and then create the rally point with all the information, the root information, things of that nature. You can do it that way now. So it can be by invite only, but if you're using this auto invite, um, functionality that rally point is really good at, uh, it's based on radius. So it's, it's hard. Um, it's a, it's a hard solve. You you have to increase the number if you want to invite everybody in, in a, in a very densely populated area. Talking about meetups one more time here, real yeah. quick. Is that you know, there's all different types of meetups. Yep. So, are there any thoughts about including some sort of training in some or offering meetups to have some training or the ability to go somewhere and get some sort of education? Yep, absolutely. Um, and we're working on that right now. When we have uh, rally points um, or any kind of training curriculum inside of Overland Bound, we want it to be definitive, um, meaning that, you know, if we're offering training, uh, it's the best training that is available. And that's why this is a real need in the community. Um, when we do official overland bound events, uh, which is one, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a year right now, we're looking to change that. But um, we do a boot camp for very simple training there. But as we roll out a training curriculum, we want it to be very, very solid. So that takes some time to put together. But once that is together, we'll incorporate that into our rally points and we'll have, um, we'll have folks that are certified to give that training to actually, you know, put on that, put on that event. And, and then you'll have that experience as an overland bound member. So that's for the more, you know, hardcore training. Um, for different types of casual events like meetups versus trips versus uh, cars and coffee versus uh, get together, you know, do it yourself group that gets together and shares tools and things of that nature. That's stuff that we can integrate into the software now so we can have different event types. And if you want to, you can create a cars and coffee event, or you can create a um, do-it-yourself Saturday event. We haven't done that yet, but we have the ability to do that. And that's something, if the community feels it's important, 
that we could do tomorrow. I mean, that's something we could do very quickly. I see also you've uh, recently designated some communications channels. Yeah. Can you tell us how that came about? Well, it, 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 was, it was a real need within the community first and foremost, right? So when we're, when we're out and about, um, you, need, you need common communications channels so that you know how to find one another and you don't want to refer back to you know some documentation that's online or lost especially if you're off grid so you want to know what those channels are and know that they don't that they don't change so that was the reason we did it now over the last few years as overland bound has matured the community has actually actually designated some very popular channels um, that we use as a fallback. And so when we went out with our groups of folks locally, channel 16 became the overland bound channel. And so now, honestly, we would be confused. There's a bunch of folks that would be confused if then it became 17 or 15 within overland bound because a bunch of folks, a, a, a significant percentage of the community has learned that CB channel 16 is the unofficial official overland bound channel. So that, so we could just add some clarity for folks, we settled on the ham frequency, the GRMS frequency, and the, and the CB frequency that we, that we have now. Now these channels are, are a starting point. For example, for ham, you're gonna use 146.46. Um, that is the unofficial off-road ham frequency. So if it is, uh, populated at the time, you can then move your group to another channel, but that's the starting point. But the reason is because we need those common communications channels. Okay. Um, as far as communications goes too, that's yep. go hand in hand with the training. Yes. So it, are you thinking about at least, you know, telling people where different ham classes are and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or, you know, figuring out how to coordinate different ham courses. Now the, the, our training, the way that we compartmentalize it, because there's so many different things, uh, so many different skills that you need to know as an overlander that is prepared, we categorize them in, in different groups. And some of them have to do with mapping and nav. Some of them have to do with um, recovery. Some of them have to do with orienteering related to nav, um, survival skills, communication skills. So we have various tracks that will make crystal clear once we roll out this program. Speaking of survival, yeah, um, I know we've had conversations about survival, and it, what do you think the ultimate training or the goal might be for individuals or members? Would there be different levels of survival training, or yeah, I think there's a basics, and you know, you get. Um, I'm I'm not I'm not making this up. I'm I'm uh, referring to some of the training that I received, and you know, quoting the instructors. Um, I will mention field craft survival. With survival, uh, there should be a, a base level of experience that everybody has if they're going to go off the grid um, where things can happen. Um, I've been through a couple of um, training courses with a group called Field Craft Survival. I have the highest level of respect for Mike. And one of the things he said is, is any training is going to um, uh, prepare you far better than no training and you get a lot of bang for buck with that preliminary training just certain things that you should be aware of that's going to make the difference between 
you know, potentially life and death when you're out there making decisions um, in a in a uh, in a threatening situation. So, you know, we'll likely have different levels of training, basic training, and then you know more advanced training for people who want to go a bit deeper. So Overland Bound has an endless supply of people with extreme lots of experience That's too right. that can help with this. Oh, we're, so I'll, I'll touch base on that. Within the Overland Bound community, um, we have um, experts at just about, you know, everything. And, and I'm, I'm constantly amazed at um, what our Overland Bound members are capable of. You know, one example is, is Mike of Fieldcraft Survival. Guys, just go over and look at his website. I mean, the, the guy is, is uh, um, he, he and his team are, are, are incredible. Um, we have, you know, a trauma surgeon that moderates the Overland Bound um, first aid section. He is an Overlander and trauma surgeon. Um, so yeah, we have experts in, in just about every category. The, the, in planning, the training courses, there has to be that correct alignment with folks who can't, are in a position to provide the training that we need and the time that it takes to put together a course like that. So that takes time to put together, but in terms of who we can draw on to teach those courses, they'll be, they'll be experts in the field. What about the Trail Guardian program? Yeah. Well, explain that. Yeah, we we can. Uh, you know, we're don't talk about it, be about it. And there's a there's a there's a lot of talk out there. Um, and and look, at the end of the day, <clears throat> what we all know is that our wild places that we visit need to be cared for, and somebody needs to do that work. Right. <laughs> It's as, yeah. it's as simple as that. And that's what the Trail Guardian program um, is all about. It is so that any community member can do a Trail Guardian event, which is done through our Rally Point software. They can create a Trail Guardian event and they can coordinate a trail cleanup. When we all go out, we expect all you know, overland bound members, you know, we have a founding core principle, which is leave it better than you found it. We expect everybody to live by that. Um, you go out, we know you're cleaning up after other people even, but if you get to a place that has been trashed or a trail that is overwhelming for one vehicle or for the friends that happen to be out there, you can create a trail guardian event and get other overland bound members to offer help to clean up that trail. And we've had um, trail guardian events that have 30 people, 40 people, um, quite, quite, a, quite a number of folks. So that's what that program is all about. Now, along with that, we do have um, challenge coins that you can only earn by, by throwing or by organizing a, a trail guardian event. And the whole reason for that is to spread the word. That's the purpose of that is that somebody can ask about the Trail Guardian sticker, they can ask about the coin, and then there's a conversation that starts about uh, trail conservation. Um, to talk about you know, what we're facing uh, you know, around the world, if 
population of the planet is increasing. It's more than doubled since 1970, and it's going to continue to do so. And while we get more technical, you know, people are learning that going outside and going into the great outdoors is, is essential. Along with that become, comes a lot of responsibility. So another thing I think we can all agree on is that there isn't enough conversation about proper land use. And so that's what the Trail Guardian program is all about. Not only is it boots on the ground to get things done, but it's also a way for us to start talking about it and let the community know, hey, this is a real need, and these are some of the things that we need to do when we're out there enjoying nature. Would you advise uh, members to join other you know, groups that possibly are into that? I yeah. Mean, I mean, like, like who would that be? So there are a lot of, um, there are a lot of local groups that already are conducting trail cleanups. And here in the state of California, um, we have a number of local organizations. Where we are right now is maintained by Clovis Independent Four-Wheelers. And they've um, done the grant writing and worked with Cal Four-Wheel to get the infrastructure here in place. Um, and also to go out and clean trails. And, um, you know, so they'll come out and they'll maintain the trails. You can get involved with local organizations and you should get involved with local organizations that work with local authority, the National Park Service to go out and conduct trail uh, cleanups. And really where you can make the biggest impact is locally. So we advocate folks getting involved with local groups. Recently, we've had a lot of uh, natural or natural disasters, also. Yeah, and obviously, we've you know losing hundreds of thousands of acres to fire. Yeah, and lots it's, of people are. It, it's affected. orange, right? It's it's orange right now. Yeah. What do you? What, I understand there's a possibility that you've uh, created some sort of mechanism for people to get some information about that. One of the things that 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 we do is we um, we solve things with with communication tools and software um, because that's how I mean that's the modern that's the, the modern reality is that that's how people communicate so um, what we hacked together is a band-aid really quickly uh, because we we had this need with the fires in California you know overland bound members and and other people needed needed a way to ask for help um, some folks need to be evacuated and maybe they need to pull some stuff out of their house or maybe they need temporary housing. How does that, you know, how, how do we coordinate that? So really quickly, we created a section on our forums that is a request evac, um, uh, uh, respond to evac forum. And people can go in there in a, in a very specific format and say, here's where I'm at. Here's my GPS coordinates. Here's how many people. This is what I need and they can post that quickly and then overland bound members can respond to it and then they can coordinate help. So that way the community can help, you know, uh, other folks uh, when needed. Now there's a longer term, better solution for it, which is um, just an easier way to find that, right? Forums are good at certain things, but if, if you're really in need and the, the real need is um, I need help now. I want to push a button, type in my GPS coordinates and say send and get somebody to, to help me basically making that process very, very easy. We're working on that too. That's a, that's a longer term uh, solve. 
So that could include uh, I'm stuck in the middle of the forest. I'm by myself, and yes. Well, so the network, so the network we're building, right? I mean, the the Overland Bound is the community, right? So, yes, you have Corey and myself and Megan and our ambassadors that help the organization to improve, and that is what we're. Um, that is our charge. That is our obligation that we have, and we'll continue to do that. But really, the uh, Overland Bound is the community, and that network is very strong. So if you are someplace and you are stuck and you need help now, you should be able to tap into that network easily and say, I need help, right? We've seen this happen time and time again throughout the, throughout the community, even with Corey and I, you know, sliding down a mountain in ice in, in Utah because we made a series of poor decisions. Um, we put that out there and the community immediately said, say the word, we're there. So we'll be doing that with, with software so that it's easier and people will be able to say, hey, I'm on this list of people that you can reach out to. And then it should be as simple as pushing a button. You just say help and that will broadcast to um, Overland Bound members in your area and you'll get a response for, from folks that, that, that hear that. You know, I was talking a little bit about how we've sort of hacked this together in the, in, in the community right now. Um, recently, somebody was stuck in, in Anza Borrego and they posted in the forums, they said, help. And it was a very short message. And I believe Facebook too, weren't they? Yeah, yeah I think that got broadcast through our, through our Facebook groups as well. And I was, I, I, I saw that message and I was in front of my, my desk that day. And so we, we posted a, a thread and um, uh, I think you have details on how that actually transpired locally. Actually members, uh, yeah, uh, two members got together and went and rescued him. Mm -hmm. It was uh, overnight, it was a very long experience for the guy. Yeah. He was out there for two days. Yeah, that's very, that's dangerous. Yeah, yeah that's, so that's what, so what you're saying is that this whole system might work into that. Yeah. Now we're talking from our peanut crowd here. Yeah. Did uh, communications need to take a point, at, have something to do with this, correct? So what kind of communications you're out there on your own yeah. should you have? Because you yeah. you're not talking to somebody, you can't talk on a cell phone. Right. So what we, what we use and our knee-jerk response is to have some satellite uh, device. We do have the Garmin inReach um, because it is the, the most economical solution for everything that it provides. And the key is that it provides two-way satellite communication or two-way text communication anywhere in the world with no blackout areas. That's its thing, right? So it's, it's a spendy piece of equipment, but if you're gonna be off the grid, you want a way to communicate out. Now, what we're looking to do, and this is a longer term, you know, conversation and in the, in the don't talk about it, be about it. Um, we are working on this right now, not just talking about it. Um, but there isn't a solve in a single app for, for a lot of the things that we're talking about right now. So we're building that. Um, we'll, we'll have that app. Good. And, and it will incorporate all of this. And one of the areas that, that, that the, OB, the Overland Bound one app for everything, Obi-Wan is what we're calling it right now, um, is one of the areas we need help with is in that, in that off-grid communication. So we're talking to a number of different um, satellite communication providers to 
provide that hardware, right? Because we're not going to become a hardware manufacturer that builds stuff that talks to satellites. We're not going to do that. We can build the software, but that'll be a component that we'll incorporate into that software as well so that it's all contained in a single, single piece of software. So with that, that would also go back, you know, not just staying on the satellite thing. Also, people need to get Yes. You know, more advanced radio communications, yes. too. So yes. CAM, GMRS. CB is going to be worthless out there in a serious situation, um, and your cell phone isn't going to work for you. So if you are going to be off the grid, I would say at all, go and spend money on a two-way comm satellite device. There, there, there's a wide variety out there. There's, there's the spot. There's the inReach. They all provide... Um, various levels of functionality. What we want as a bare bones um, uh, functionality is that two-way communication because that two-way communication allows you to send your location out and it allows somebody to say, I got you, we're on the way, stay where you are. And that includes evacuations too. I know that you can, you know, there's several helicopter, Yes. you know, providers that will give that you can have that go right to them yeah my the, so the 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 inReach has this big scary button on it that says sos and you actually have to physically slide over a physical lock and then hold the button down but if you accomplish those two tasks helicopters are coming so it's it, it they they are going to deploy services to come and pick you up um, so you clearly only want to do that in an, in an emergency because the bill is quite high. Unless um, you have subscription. So that you have a subscription, you have insurance that makes the, the just like any insurance policy, um, but you don't want to do it by accident because then the insurance policy doesn't cover you. Correct. Right. You, you need to be in a, in a serious situation and then there are insurance policies with the subscription. Yeah. Yeah. hoodies period. I know. I'll say, I, I just want a hoodie. Here's I'll go for anything. Here's what I'll say. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say about about here's what I'll be say about the many things that we as a community want as part of Overland Bound that that we don't have yet. Um, and that is that Overland Bound in addition to our ambassadors who are extremely overworked. In addition to that, it is Corey, myself, and Megan. And Megan handles, you know, operations, shipping and receiving and, and customer service. We have Amanda who's on customer service and we have Corey and myself. So a few number of people and 14,000 going on 15,000 members worldwide now who make up a very large organization. Um, so we're quite busy, I guess. That's a long way of saying we're quite busy. And so when we think of something like we should have these clothing items or it would be really cool to get an Overland Bound version of this or would somebody, for God's sake, come up with a decent truck ruck for garbage? You know, all those things that we want to solve, we have to deploy resources to do that. And, and, and it, it, so it takes longer than we all, than we all want, but we'll get there. And in fact, I think we just want hoodies. Yeah. I just want hoodies. <laughs> Somebody's got to design the hoodie. Is there a hoodie manufacturer out there that would like to coordinate a effort? Yeah. 
So that's the thing. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We're at a point of, I think, um, in, in, in increasing ability to do, to do those things. So. Well, Megan is by far the most awesome person in my book right now. She's the most important she person. Me out She's the most day. important person at Overland Bound. Well, for me, for me right now, every day. Yeah. I'm constantly sending her stuff and she's just does it. Yeah. I mean, it ha and I get an email back and she's extremely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, I like how things work. Yep. Yep. She's ops. Right now we are back at HQ. Hey, thank you to all of our regional ambassadors, to our assistant ambassadors, to Megan, to Corey, and everybody who helps Overland Bound to run. Overland Bound is community first. We are a member organization. Overland Bound is our community. That is what we are all about. Adventure is necessary, and we're here to give you the tools, resources, and support you need to find adventure, to get out there, to outfit and explore. Join us over on the forums and reach out if you guys have any questions. Until next time, we look forward to seeing you on the trail.